I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. I am dying to talk to you about today's verse. I'm probably going to be talking about it for a couple of weeks because it's, it's everything. I've been praying with it for weeks. I can't wait to share it with you. So grab a Bible. This is Teachable Tuesday where we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you that you're already here, that you're within us, that you surround us. You go before us, God, and you come behind us with your mercy, with your goodness. Lord, we love you and we want to love you more. So we ask you to use um, this, your word, this time together in your word, God, uh, to remove any obstacles to loving you or receiving your love. We give you our hearts, our affection, our attention. We set aside this time to encounter you, God, because you want to encounter us right now. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you live here in Phoenix, you already know this secret. But Jenna and I have been obsessed with John chapter 15. We are obsessed with the vine and the branches. And this started because of a very beautiful, inspired homily by Father John Burns the weekend of our Phoenix retreat. Had a little private mass the day after the retreat, such a gift. And he preached about this gospel, John 15, the vine and the branches. And Father Burns knows quite a bit about vines and shared with me something I didn't know. That when you prune the vines, particularly later in the season, when you cut off these branches, some that are not going to be fruit bearing, the vine begins to weep. That's the technical term for it, a weeping vine. You can see it, actually little teardrops form coming off of the vine. It's sugar, acid, nutrients. And what Father Burns shared with us is that he never before understood the vitality flowing through the vine. In John chapter 15, verse 1, we hear Jesus say, I am the vine. So if Jesus is the vine, his life, his blood is flowing. It's coursing through the vine out to the branches. And guess what? You and me, we are the branches. So if you think about that lifeblood coursing through the vine, really there's an energy to it. It's life-giving, right? And if we've got all kinds of leafy branches, that are not bearing fruit, not bearing fruit that will last, that's sapping the energy away from the vine. So I wanna ask you today, what is sapping your energy? This is a different way to maybe think about the vine and the branches, but I want you to even pause and pray and to ask the Lord right now, what is sapping your energy? If Jesus is the vine and everything comes back to the vine, if everything is in the vine, our life, our source is the vine. What is sapping that energy and keeping us from that vital life, from bearing fruit that will last? What is sapping your energy? I'll give you just a few seconds to pause and pray. What is sapping your energy? 
I've got good news for you. If your energy is being dispersed in a lot of different directions, it means that you're not able to bear fruit, the kind of fruit that I know you want to bear with your life. There is a plan. There is a solution and it's called pruning. Now, if we knew more about vine growing, about uh, the process of vineyards and winemaking, I think we would understand this a little bit more, but I wanna help you to apply this word about pruning, about the vine to your own life. So in John chapter 15, verse two, that's where we're gonna camp out today. And honestly, maybe for a couple of weeks, Jesus says, he removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that he bears, every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. Wow, I'm gonna read that one more time. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. So all of those leafy branches that might look pretty, right? Might look like a life put together, might look like there could be some fruit, but Jesus knows that's not gonna bear any fruit. Let's cut that off. But then he goes on, the pruning goes on. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. So even good branches that bear fruit still need attention. They still need pruning because there's always more with the Lord. There's always deeper. So I wanna talk about these two levels of pruning, right? That, that first pruning of those leafy branches sapping the energy and then pruning a tree or pruning a branch that does bear fruit to make it bear more fruit. Okay, so the first, I wanna talk about pruning away sin. Let's start with the obvious, okay? I don't often speak very plainly about sin as an obstacle to the life that you want, an obstacle to eternal life with God, but I wanna do that today. Jordan Peterson is a Canadian psychologist, professor, author, he's a viral YouTuber, and he's known for speaking uh, very common sense things uh, to his audience, and people respond. <laughs> He is known to have said, stop doing today what you know to be wrong. And I think that's good advice. Stop doing today what you know to be wrong. If you have been gossiping, stop doing that today. You know that it's wrong. If you've been uh, living with or sleeping with your boyfriend and there's this kind of nagging guilt, you keep pushing it aside, you get back together and you come home at night and, and you think this isn't that big a deal, right? This feels so good. Stop doing today what you know to be wrong. Maybe it's shoplifting, right? It's just like this itch that you get. You've been doing it since you were a kid and, and it's, it's tough. You don't know how to get over it. Stop doing today what you know to be wrong. And I wanna tell you something, you can't do that in your own power. You can't do this by your own strength. So I want to implore you today, I wanna to invite you to come and to be free. If you're struggling with any of those sins that I just shared, if there's another sin that the Holy Spirit is bringing to mind right now as I talk to you, I want you to go to confession. There is freedom available to you. You can stop doing today what you know to be wrong, but you can only do it by the power of God, through the grace of the sacraments. You don't have to white knuckle it. You don't have to do it alone. 
So I want you to go to confession. If there's a sin that you know is keeping you from intimacy with God, from being who you know that God is calling you to be, being who you truly are and who you were truly created to be, stop doing today what you know to be wrong and go to confession. He wants to help you. His mercy is waiting for you. Now let's talk for a moment about uh, the Lord pruning branches that do bear fruit because there is always deeper. It's so beautiful with the Lord that, you know, we think we're getting somewhere. We finally tackled that thing by God's grace. And, and then he very gently, as a good father, he shines a light on another place, another attachment, if you will. There's deeper freedom available. And so today, I want to invite you to be free of some of those attachments. I want to call you to deeper holiness. Would you let Jesus today prune away even a branch that bears more fruit so that it will bear even more fruit? Your life is bearing fruit, but God wants you to bear even more fruit, supernatural, super abundant fruit, fruit that lasts. So would you let him cut away? Would you let him prune away some of those attachments, little things, not really a big deal. No one in your friend group is doing this. Your, your family might think you're a little cuckoo, right? But would you let him have everything? Would you let him come into every aspect of your life and to form you more and more into the vine? Would you let him form you more and more into himself? Would you let him prune away those attachments. I'll give you a couple of examples. Maybe for you, it's drive-through coffee. Now, there's nothing inherently sinful about drive-through coffee, but you just find you're going there every single day. Or maybe every single morning and then, you know, it's been a long day. <laughs> you had a hard day. The kids are having a hard day. You need a little treat. You, you need, you deserve another little coffee. So have you just noticed a little attachment to drive-through coffee, to treating yourself? Maybe it's online shopping, right? That at the end of the night, when you just wanna check out, you're scrolling, right? You're filling up your Target pickup cart. You're filling up Amazon, right? This online shopping attachment. Not quite addiction, right? Nothing to be worried about necessarily, but you notice it's where you turn when you need to relax, when you want to treat yourself. Maybe it's alcohol. You don't have a full-blown problem. You're not an alcoholic, but you're looking forward to that glass of wine at the end of the day, or maybe it's two. Is there a subtle attachment forming? Is it keeping you from uh, experiencing intimacy with God because you're turning to this other thing? Maybe it's attention from men or, or uh, attention from other people, affirmation, people pleasing. That's called vanity. And that is a sin, but we can also just be attached to certain people, to uh, certain opinions. Is that something that we're getting our life from instead of receiving our life from the vine? If you're anything like me, when I heard this homily and Father Burns asked, what does the Lord want to prune? What's sapping your energy? In uh, all capital letters, <laughs> neon flashing lights, the Lord spoke into my heart and said, social media. And I know, I know, Lord. <laughs> I've been trying to come up with a plan, a strategy, 
Uh, I want to limit my time online, but even all of the bumpers that I put in, right? Uh, turning on time limits, deleting the app, uh, anything that I've tried to do to set up these boundaries hasn't been working. I just go around them and I don't have anybody checking in with me. So I know, I know there's an attachment there and I don't want to be attached to anything, to anything but Jesus Christ. I don't want to be attached to anything but the vine. And so uh, after lots of uh, effort in my own strength, I finally in mass on Sunday, I prayed. I, I looked at Jesus on the crucifix and I said, Lord, I, I don't know how to do this. I can't do this myself. Would you show me how to do this? And I began to share that with a friend who just uh, in a very inspired way just spoke into it and said, have you tried this? Have you tried unfollowing everybody on social media, on, on Instagram for me in particular? And I said, no, <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. I thought about just getting on to only check DMs or only watching stories or putting a time limit on, right? All these different avenues. But when he said it, something settled in me. I knew it was right. I brought it to the Lord. I tested it with him and I felt an invitation to freedom. And friends, as I went through and I unfollowed every single person, well, except Blessed She, as I unfollowed everyone on Instagram, I could feel a physical weight come off of my body. My eyes filled with tears. I felt so free. So if you're struggling with an attachment, the same rule applies. First, bring it to confession. You can't muscle through, right? Bring it to confession, but then would you ask the Lord for the grace to be free of that attachment? If you can't figure out how to give up that glass of wine, if you can't figure out how to give up your attachment to dating um, apps where you're just swiping and chatting and, and you're wanting to get attention and you're wanting to figure it out for yourself and force it. If you, if you don't know how to do that yourself, would you ask the Lord for the grace to do it? Turn to Jesus and just tell him, Jesus, I, I'm so weak and I know this thing is keeping me from you. It's keeping me from uh, living the life, the abundant life that you promised, the abundant life that I wanna live, it, it leaves me hungry and empty. I turn to it, I think it's the thing that's gonna fill me, but, but it's just sapping my energy. So would you help me, Jesus? Would you give me the grace? Would you give me a new idea? How, Lord, can I be free? And then maybe talk to a friend, a good, holy mentor, another Christian, a, a spiritual director. But I want you today to uh, get free from those attachments. I want you to be free from the sin that binds you. I want you to be so connected to the vine that all of his energy and life and love is coursing through you. It's not being dispersed and you end up feeling dry and disconnected because the energy coming from the vine is going to all these other branches. No, today I wanna to invite you to give Jesus your life again, full access to every aspect of your life, be it sin, be it attachment, whether it makes sense or not, you know, you can feel within you those attachments. Your conscience, the, the Holy Spirit within you will convict you of those sins. So today, let's prune away anything, anything that is taking our energy away from that life of holiness that we're called to.
Let's prune away anything that is sapping the energy from the vine and we'll ask the Father, the vine grower, to do that pruning for us. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, we stand with you in the vineyard of our hearts. There's so much good fruit here, Lord. Show us the good fruit. But too, Lord, we, we ask you to show us those branches, those leafy branches uh, that are sapping our energy, that will never bring life, that will never bear good fruit. And we ask you to prune them away, Lord. Give us the grace even to go to confession and to be free of the sin that we know is keeping us from the holiness that you're inviting us into. Would you give us the grace to be free of attachments? We invite you even to prune away uh, fruit-bearing branches, Lord, so that our lives might bear even more fruit, super abundant, supernatural fruit, fruit that lasts. Father, you are the vine grower and we give you permission. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friend, I want to invite you into this intimate conversation with the Father, the vine grower. Don't let this be the end. Keep talking to him. Go to confession and ask him for help. You can be free. Freedom is for you. Have a great week. God bless you. See you next week. Bye.